Heavenly Father, I don't want to move or breathe without you, Lord. I don't want to dare speak out of my own mouth, Lord. I'm asking you right now for your anointing over me, Lord. I pray, God, that you just speak through me what you have put in my heart to share. Father, I pray right now that it, it speaks without offense to the ones listening, Lord. It's received in love. And Father, I thank you, God, that you show us and you teach us and you guide us and you give us wisdom. In Jesus' name, amen. All right. I had something completely different picked out for tonight. And so this is going to be very short because I really don't have a lot on it. Um, but the Lord kept bringing this up to me and I just said, okay. I hear you. So I am actually preparing for our um, Cove Ladies Bible Study to start back up tomorrow night. If you are local to Rusk, tomorrow night, the way it's going to work, tomorrow night is our Women of the Word study. And then we will kick off our 1st, 2nd, and 3rd John study next week. So I highly encourage you to come tomorrow. If you plan on coming to our study, please come tomorrow. It's so important. Um... It's a basic um, introduction into Bible study, and um, and it's going to make more sense in just a second. But that's tomorrow night. It starts off starts at six o'clock, and our group of Covenant ladies that do Bible study with me are just so phenomenal, such amazing students of the Word. Um, they have such knowledge and wisdom. They teach me, and um, you're going to love love you're going to love being there. You're going to love the group of women, and you're going to love all the things that the Lord. Um, shows us. I see Aaliyah Lang just hopped on. She is um, faithful to Cove Ladies Bible Study. <clears throat> so I'm saying this to, to tell you that tomorrow night, it is a Women of the Word Bible Study. And if you don't know what that is, it is a, um, it's a method that I'm going to teach you on how to study the Word. And the Lord in, put this on my heart to do last year. And yeah, I always bring candy, Sherry. Um, the Lord put this on my heart last year to teach the the women. And he said, Casey, it's time for a Bible revival. And he said, instead of doing, um, which I've, I've always just kind of taught from the word. If you go back group, you can see my old Bible study. Oh, sorry if that cut off. Hope I'm back on. Um, if you go back in this group, I think if you go far enough back, you could probably find my old Bible study teachings um, before we had fight time a few years ago. Um, so I've always taught straight from the Bible, but last year the Lord said, I need you to teach my women how to study scripture. And in doing that, I learned how to actually study, study scripture. So, um, so tomorrow night we're going to learn the importance of studying scripture on our own so that we can have a good understanding of the word, a personal understanding of the word, <clears throat> not something that, that someone else has given us. It's going to be revelations from the Lord that he has given you yourself. And that is such a powerful tool. Okay. Let me tell you why it's so powerful to sit with the word and to meditate on the word. And this is what I taught my ladies last year. And you'll hear me say it again tomorrow night if you come. It is so important for you to know the word because you are going to be um, tempted to be deceived in the last days. And if you know your word, then you will never sit under a false teacher. You will never be deceived. You will never be, um, you will, you will have discernment of the word. Okay. And it's so important. So I say all of that to say this. If you watched the Super Bowl last night, <clears throat> there was a, um, a really cool commercial that came across. And at first glance, 
It really spoke to the emotions, especially of a Christian. And it was the He Gets Us commercial. Did anyone see that? The He Gets Us commercial? <clears throat> Comment in the below if you if you saw that. So in the He Gets Us commercial, it showed um, a bunch of people sitting and washing other people's feet. Let me give you an example. There was one scene where um, this it looked like they were at an abortion clinic. There were protesters like outside of the abortion clinic. But there was one um, lady sitting out front with an obviously pregnant lady, and she was washing their feet. Okay, so that was one of them. There was one where the gentleman was definitely part of the LGBTQ community, and a priest was bent down washing their feet. And so there were several things like that. <clears throat> Excuse me. And at first glance, when you watch it, you're like, oh, this is so sweet. You're right. Jesus, Jesus washed our feet. Jesus does that. He calls us to be feet washers and he does. Okay. So hear me when I say this, he does call us to do that. Um, and so whenever I, I watched it the first time, I thought, okay, this feels good. This feels right. But quickly I discerned that something was off. Okay. And then when I looked at the, I watched the end of the commercial again, um, today, it says, he gets us, Jesus, and, the, and it highlighted the U.S., the us in Jesus, all of us, okay? Um, my discernment quickly went off because I realized that this is not scriptural, okay? There was nothing in this commercial that, that talked about the repentance that needed to happen. So, yes, Jesus washed feet, and he calls us to wash feet. But he calls us to love someone so that they turn from their sin, okay? Not that we love someone so much that we keep them in, in sin and bondage, okay? Jesus washed the feet of his disciples, of the ones that followed him. And I've heard several argu arguments today that said, well, he washed Judas's feet. Well, yes, Judas, he, he did leave everything and follow Jesus at a certain point. And yes, did Jesus know that he was going to betray him? Yes, did Jesus wash my feet knowing I was going to betray him? Yes, he knows that. But also, Judas did not inherit the kingdom of God, okay? The way to the Lord is, is narrow, and it is only through Jesus Christ that we can even get to God, and it is through the repentance because of the, the blood um, and the finished work of Christ on the cross, okay? Now, if that commercial would have said, it's, you know, you don't have to stay in your bondage. You don't have to stay as a drug addict. You don't have to stay caught in the LGBTQ lifestyle. You don't have to stay in gender dysmorphia. You don't have to get the abortion. You don't have to go to that clinic. You don't have to do that. If it would have said that and if it would have drawn people to repentance, I would have been like, heck yes, go Jesus. Now, and I also want to say this. Do I feel like so many people probably saw the word, the name Jesus and went and looked it up and and God can use that to draw people in for his glory? Absolutely. 100,000%. I do believe that people are going to come to know Jesus because of that. But here's our prayer tonight. Our prayer is that they've come to know the true Jesus, not the new age Jesus. Not the new age Jesus that they say, oh, he's just going to accept you in your sin and he's going to leave, leave you there. No, no, that's not the Jesus that we follow. We follow the Jesus. And I said this last week who loves us so much that when we turn from him, it grieves the Holy Spirit, that he loves us so much that he's willing to correct us, to chasten us, to literally um, seek us down 
so that we, he can love on us and then that we may repent of our sins so we can turn from our wicked ways and follow him that's the that's the goal and it's not that he gets us is that we get him we get him they need to change their whole website they need to change their whole whole campaign yes he understands that we're fallen but we get him when we come to repentance and when we turn from our wicked ways and and go to him does that make sense so the point I want to make is that, yes, that's right, Robin. He does get us, but he doesn't want us to stay that where we're at. That's exactly right. And the goal is him. The goal is Jesus. Okay? Jesus. So I want to point out this scripture, um, 2 Timothy 4. It talks about this. Let me pull it up here so I can see it. My eyes. <laughs> turned turn 35 and I need reading glasses. Okay. He says, um... I'm just going to start in four one. I solemnly charge you before God in Christ Jesus, who is going to judge the living and the dead, and because of his appearing and his kingdom, preach the word, be ready in season and out of season, rebuke, correct, and encourage with great patience and teaching. Listen to this one. For the time will come when people will not tolerate sound doctrine, but according to their own desires. What suits them? What suits their needs? What suits their sin? They will multiply teachers for themselves because they have an itch to hear what they want to hear. They will turn away from hearing the truth and will turn aside to myth. But as for you, this is us, exercise self-control in everything. Endure hardship. Do the work of the evangelist. Fulfill your ministry. So he gives us warning. Paul gives us warning in 2 Timothy that says, listen, it's going to come a time where you you might hear unsound doctrine, but you've got to be a discerner of the word. You've got to be a discerner of what the culture is putting out. And you've got to say, does that line up with the word of God? Does it line up with scripture? And if you don't know scripture, it's time for you to jump in and know scripture. And it, it is not hard. It's not difficult. The Holy Spirit helps us to do it. And it's like so beautiful and so wonderful whenever you jump in and know scripture. But we will not be women who are deceived in the last days. We will not be be families who, um, I'm going to read it what it says, who will listen to teachers um, for themselves because they have an itch to hear just what they want to hear. We're not going to be that. We're not going to listen and say, oh, that feels good because I think it, it feels good. No. If it doesn't match the word of God then we don't want it, okay? Now, again, this this commercial, God can use everything for good. Um, and I know that the mess, there, was, there was a part of the message there that was good. Um, so our prayer tonight is just that, Lord, use this message to get turn people to you, to turn people to repentance, a repentant heart to be in right standing with you, Lord. That's our prayer. We want people turned and fully free because of the finished work of Christ on the cross, not because he wants to, to leave you in sin. He doesn't want to leave you in sin, sister. And by sin, this is too. He doesn't want to leave you in unforgiveness. He doesn't want to leave you in bitterness. He doesn't want to leave you in pride. He doesn't want to leave you in anger. He doesn't want to leave you in depression or anxiety or rage or any of these things. Okay. On top of alcohol, all, all these uh, addictions, whatever. He doesn't want to, he doesn't want to leave us in any of it. 
Okay? He doesn't want to leave me in self-righteousness. He came to set the captive free. So, Lord, change us. Change us and help us to be hearers of the word and doers of the word. Help us to be discerners of the word, Lord. In these last days, Lord, I pray that you rise up this army of women who know your word inside and out, Lord, because they know you, because you are the reward. You are the prize. You are the word, Lord. Help us to know your character so that off the bat, if it's not your voice, we know it, Lord. Help us to not be deceived in the last days, but help us be a women, a group of women who love your word and who love your voice, Lord. Help us to listen to you, Lord. Thank you in advance, in Jesus' mighty name. I love that, Atlanta. She says, um, help us to love what you love and to hate what you hate. That's right. Thank you, Jesus. All right. I pray that that, <laughs> I pray that, that resonates and blesses you. I was going to talk about something completely different. And I just feel like I could not let that go. So, marching orders for this week. If you do not have a Bible study, come tomorrow night to Bible study. That is a shameless plug. If you can't make it tomorrow night, let me know. I can get you notes. I can show you. I can teach you. I can have a one-on-one -on -one with you. Um, it will. Some of you will know this is going to be a, a uh, an early release. But these this will eventually be on podcast, which is pretty cool. So you'll be able to hear um, the Women of the Word study on podcast, which is kind of cool. So, But that will be later, so you don't want to miss it because you want to start now. So your marching orders, get in your Word. Get in your Word. And even if you can only two, do two minutes at a time, the Lord will bless you. You ladies, I can get you some notes. I can teach you. We can have a phone call. Okay? Anyone else, no matter where you are, if you're, if you're local to Covenant Church or not, uh, or if you're not local to Covenant Church, the Women of the Word book by Jen Wilkin is powerful. Wonderful, wonderful. All right, ladies. I love you so very much. Be encouraged today. Be blessed today uh, and this week in your coming and going. Don't let your fire burn out, okay? Hannah says she'll be in marriage class. That's a perfect place to be. <laughs> perfect place to be. Don't let your fire burn out. The revival fire is still burning, okay? It is still burning. So don't let it go out. If you need to soak that ember, then what I want you to do is just get in, in the secret place tonight. Get quiet with the Lord for five minutes. Let him, let him wash over you. Let his presence soak in you. And let him stoke the fire inside of you. It is, it is not dead. It is not dying. It's only growing bolder. All right, ladies. I love you very much. Have a blessed night. And I'll see you later. Bye-bye.